Hello out there, Lucy Fenwick here, and I am happy to welcome you back into the Emberverse. I hope you've been well since our last chat. If you're new here, feel free to snoop around a bit, and I might recommend starting with episode one. Now please, make yourself cosy, and I will fill you in on all that has recently transpired. episode ended so abruptly, I would like to continue right where I left off. You'll remember that Rafa had just asked me what it was I wanted to know. So there I sat, slightly dumbfounded, with a million questions running through my mind, swirling thoughts that I couldn't untangle. I took another drink of my sweet wine, which I noticed had more hints of tart apple than I'd tasted at first, in order to hide my mental debate. I had so many questions, and it felt like each one led to at least one more, and it all felt much like a spiderweb in my brain. What was he most likely to answer? I didn't want to start with something as touchy as asking about Cedric and the Seven Doors. He wasn't likely to answer that at all, let alone first thing. Observing Rafa for a moment longer, the tension I'd felt from him on the way here was no longer noticeable. Either gone, or, as I suspect, hidden behind a well-crafted mask. This place was a glimpse into his past. One that was sure to be as different from my own as was possible. That thought brought out my first question. Why did you follow me the day I was out looking for a job? He smiled, almost involuntarily, and sat back into the wall of the alcove we sat in before he answered. I couldn't very well let you get mixed up in something you knew nothing about, now could I? You hadn't even met me before. I leveled what I hoped was a stern look at him. What business did you have keeping me out of trouble? I just liked the look of you that day in the street. He shrugged, but wouldn't meet my eyes. You seemed like you might need a little looking after, that's all. I scowled. I'm nearly sure of it, because he was lying to me. I was completely sure of that. How did my father contact you? There was more anger in my words than I'd meant there to be, but for the moment, I didn't care. Rafa studied me as he took a slow sip. He held the wine in his mouth for a long moment before he finally swallowed it. I don't know what he was looking for as he looked at me, but he was clearly weighing his options. It felt like ages before he set the glass back on the table and crossed his arms. By then, he seemed to have reached a decision. Technically, I contacted him, from Voxel. I was just responding to a general job posting. It asked for someone with the ability to travel to Teslas and stay for several months. All that was needed was the ability to pass unnoticed and report back information that was pertinent to a person of interest. Further instructions would be given as time went on. He shrugged. It sounded interesting. And Tesselus is where I usually call home. So I responded. My mouth went completely dry, and I considered draining the rest of my wine in a single shot in an attempt to bring some amount of moisture back to my palate. He hadn't trusted me at all. 
He probably only agreed to let me come after he'd hired Rafa. My body hummed with anger. Not at Rafa. He'd only taken a job. One, it appeared, he was pretty good at. I tucked my hands under my thighs to keep them from shaking. My anger was directed at my father and his inability to trust me to take care of myself. Though, I had to admit, I might not have been as ready to come to Teslas on my own as I would have liked to think. What might have happened if Rafa hadn't been there at the transport station that day? I shuddered to think. Words finally found their way to me again, and I asked, That's how you knew about my magic not working, wasn't it? He'd been concerned about it causing problems for you. Either because you wouldn't be accepted without it working, or because it would start working and you wouldn't know what to do with it. He shrugged again, as if none of this was a big deal. Of course, to him it wasn't. To me, it was an incredible intrusion. Just how much had my father told him about me? Did he tell you about the flower, then? I couldn't look at Rafa as I asked the question, but when he didn't respond right away, I made myself meet his eyes. Confusion was all I found. What flower? The moon lily, I said, more quiet than I would have liked. The stamp you used on the wax seal of the note you sent me. His dark brow came together. You recognized that? Of course I did. It's my favorite flower. Huh, was all he said, bringing his thumb to his bottom lip and running it back and forth. So, he didn't tell you that? I was sure Rafa had gotten that information from my father. How else would he have known? No, he shook his head emphatically. It's just the stamp I always use. It's my favorite flower, too. Well, that was a shock. All I could manage was a measly, oh. We sat in silence for a few moments until I finally trusted my hands enough to take another sip of my wine. I finally said, Well, that was rather interesting. None of that had been what I expected when I asked him why he'd followed me that day but it had inadvertently answered several other questions I'd had. His mischievous smile returned, and I was reminded of the first time I'd encountered him in the street near the alleyway. Who was the man in the top hat and tails that you pickpocketed that day when I first noticed you? And, I couldn't help but ask, why did you make yourself known to me? The level of mischief in his eyes increased exponentially, and his smile widened enough I could see most of his slightly crooked teeth. That's not information your father would want you to have. Okay, that's just not fair, I replied. You can't use my father against me like that. You're already reporting back all sorts of things to him. You don't get to keep things from me too because of him. Rafa studied me again, eyeing me over the rim of his glass. I suppose, he said setting the glass down slowly. The man in the street, the man I nicked something from, he's an unknown entity around here. I'd only been off-world for a cycle and a half when I took the job with your father, and when I got back, just before you arrived, I noticed that things didn't feel right. He nodded when I raised my eyebrows. I'd noticed it too. 
he continued. I started asking around, and it all seemed to revolve around this man that no one knew. People, he motioned to the room at large, saw him and saw an entourage with him when he traveled around the city, but no one knew any of them. Even I could infer just how odd that was. I drummed my fingers on the table's edge, weighing my options. Was it worth sharing what I did know? Rafa had been honest with me, so I probably owed him the tiny bit I knew that he, probably, didn't. His species is unknown to me. I waited, seeing what his response would be. He raised one eyebrow. And how extensive has your exposure been? He seemed to understand the basics of my species' knowing ability. Extensive, I replied, giving him an annoyed look. I traveled widely with my father's entourage. Makes sense, he said, though I wasn't sure if he was talking about my ability or the stranger being an unknown species. Rafa stared off into the distance. It seemed he had his own set of questions needing answered. I gave him a moment before prodding again, as this topic felt relatively safe. You didn't answer the second part. Why did you reveal yourself to me that day? The mischievous smile returned. I just couldn't help it. He shrugged. Again. I had to get a read on you. And you were cleverer than I'd imagined you would be from your father's concern. I waved the comment away with my hand. While I appreciate your assistance keeping me from getting in over my head, my father worries over much. His smile broadened and he raised his glass to me in a mock toast. Rafa set his now empty glass on the table and I took one final drink from my own. Shall we get you home? he asked. I craned my neck around to see the elevator on the far side of the main room. I was really not looking forward to all those stairs, but it was getting late. I suppose. We made our way back to the doorway that led to the alleyway once more my legs screaming in protest by the time we reached the last of the stairs. Before Rafa opened the door, I needed to say something. Thank you, I said, for showing me this place. I motioned back the way we had come. I do sincerely appreciate it. He winked at me. I'm glad you liked it. As we walked back down the alleyway, I mustered my courage to ask Rafa one last question. Turning onto the main street, headed in the direction of Madame de Fries, I finally worked up the courage to ask him why he'd sent me the note about getting a drink. Well, I had to test your magic somehow. If there's anything I've noticed about you, it's that you're curious. And curiosity is often tied directly to tinker or magic. Oh, I'm still not sure why that answer made me a little sad. I don't know what it was I was hoping for but the knot in my stomach told me that that response wasn't it. He walked me all the way to the covered entryway to Madame de Fries. I hope you don't have too far to walk, I said as I opened the door. He winked at me once again before he said, Oh, I'm never too far away. Rafa shoved his hands back in his trouser pockets and stepped backward off the small entryway step before giving me a small bow and turning to walk up the street in the opposite direction we had ventured.
And so now I talk to you. With fewer questions than I had before, I think. But maybe not really. Because what Rafa showed me this evening hit a chord within me that I hadn't expected. These are the things in the galaxy that I want to see. The things not everyone knows about. The quiet, wonderful things hidden on every planet out there. It's making me question what it is I really want. Will attending Skylab allow me to see what I really, truly want to see of our galaxy? I hope it will. But what if there's another way? Rafa? Maybe. I don't know. And while I feel I know a little more, it's not necessarily that I know any more about him. You know what I mean? Though, with as honest as he was with me tonight, I believe that I can say that I would now call him a friend, at least. And that is something. Something I haven't had here yet. And whether is one friend, maybe there will be more. Until we chat again, look up at the stars, take a deep breath, and remember that I, for one, am thankful you are out there. Lucy Fenwick, signing off. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Stephanie Dawn, author and voice of Into the Emberverse. If you enjoyed today's installment, please consider buying Lucy a cup of coffee through Ko-fi. Link in the show notes below or at intotheemberverse.com. Every cup helps Lucy pay for her room at Madame Dufries and also keeps her adventures advertisement free. New episodes of Into the Emberverse release every other Wednesday, so make sure you hit that follow button and they'll be saved for you. If you were intrigued by what you heard today, please share this episode on social media. Every share is like a little hug and is appreciated more than you realize. For more of Lucy and other Emberverse stories, you can find all of our socials in the show notes below. Until we chat again, take care of one another.